the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the NFL Previews. The NFL season kicks off tomorrow. And get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. All you have to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And the free roll football contest is back and it's better than ever. $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and a $1,500 up for grabs in our brand new college football contest sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord that's sports gambling podcast.com slash discord welcome everyone to the mlb gambling podcast part of the sports gambling podcast network it is Currently Wednesday, September 7th, here to break down the games for Thursday. A small schedule on uh, the Thursday games. We only have seven games on the schedule, but again, we'll go through them game by game and break it all down for you. But joining me here to break down the seven games for the Thursday schedule, the young guns of the show first in the Great Lakes area. It's Noah Beanick. Noah, how you doing, buddy? Doing great, Moonoff. Um, honestly... Sporting the SGP stuff, big week for them down in Vegas. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I don't really know if I have anything else to really lead off today. Uh, just <laughs> kind of a, a boring little seven-game slate, but I'm ready for it. Yep, and also joining us on the East Coast, it's Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, boys. Good to be with you. Uh, wish I could say the same. Doing bad. Uh, hit on my lock <laughs> yesterday. Uh just bad news in the in the NFL for my team. Moon off, you already know Zach Wilson. Another four yeah. weeks. Uh, so. And uh, and so some bad news in the MLB team today. No, too. I didn't want. I was gonna skip over. I skipped over that for a reason. <laughs> I, you know, what? I mentioned this last week when he left the game. Uh, Max Scherzer and I said he's gonna go on the IL and Dylan said he already said up. he's gonna be starting his next game and lo and behold. He goes on the IL, and if we're talking, you know, we're talking about Max Scherzer. Got the news today; he had an oblique injury uh, in his last start. Left the game early there. Uh, hopefully, nothing serious for Max Scherzer. It's always a joy to watch him uh, pitch for any team. But again, it's going to be more important for the Mets to have him healthy uh, for the postseason run. But they're scuffling a little bit, uh, Dylan. Uh, Braves have now tied them up for the NL East lead. How are you yeah. feeling? You getting a little nervous? Yeah, I'm a little nervous. We're tied right now, and it's not, and it's not just Scherzer. Thankfully, it's not weeks. It's just days. Hopefully, he'll just miss one start. But, um, yeah, Marte went out. X-rays were negative on his hand, so he might be done for a little. Uh, Tyron Walker has just been god-awful since the All-Star yeah. break. He has over a 6 ERA. We're, we're struggling right now. The, the only people I really trust at the top of the lineup, Nimmo, Mc, uh, Conforto, not Conforto, Jesus, uh, McNeil, <laughs> um, Lindor, Pete Alonzo. I like Cannon. Cannon's a good player. But other than that, yeah, Atlanta's right on our tail. They're tied 2-2. So hopefully Oakland could sneak a win. We did get the first game uh, against the Pirates. Finally, we beat a last-place team. <laughs> yeah, you have DeGrom going in the second game of the doubleheader. So I think they should be okay there as yeah. well. But – 
Yeah, like I mentioned, seven-game schedule for the Thursday games. Uh, before we get into the games for Thursday, handicapping those, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet, and it's perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Win also has their first quarterback to throw for, throw for five touchdown prop bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the Free Row Football Contest. The Free Row Football Contests are here. College football has $1,500 up for grabs. NFL Contest, $5,000 and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas up for grabs. Up for grabs. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're also brought to you by the Eli Sports Bureau. For football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here, and as week one kicks off you and you can get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy teams, you need to check out the Eli's Game Plan app. It's really the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for NFL, NBA, and MLB. That is everything you need to do to get that competitive edge. Also, the Eli's Game Plan. It's the only sports app from the most trusted names in sports stats. The Eli's Sports Bureau is the official statistician's of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias key insights from their renowned research team. And the app is really your, your one-stop so- source for player news, league-validated player stats, and team records. It has expert game analysis for betting, fantasy lineups for each team each week and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and families and coworkers. So all you got to do is to take advantage of this right now since the NFL season here is don't – first of all, don't wait. Then download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, we have a special offer when you subscribe. Get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only when you use promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in, in the App Store or the Google Play Store today and use our promo code SGPN. P-N. All right, gentlemen, let's get into the seven-game schedule on Thursday. Uh, shorter than usual, but again, like I said, we'll go through every single game. First game, we got some uh, afternoon matchups. First game on the board, 115 Eastern starts going to be the Washington Nationals in St. Louis to take on the Cardinals. Josiah Gray takes the mound for the Saint, sorry for the Washington Nationals, and Adam Wainwright is on the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals. Looking at the opening lines for this game, Heavy, heavy favorites here for the St. Louis Cardinals, minus 285 on the money line. And the Washington Nationals are plus 240 on the money line. Over under is set at 7.5 with Vic towards the over. Run line, minus 1.5, minus 130. And for the Washington Nationals, run line, plus 1.5, sorry, plus 110. Um, Dylan, why don't you lead us off with this game between the Cardinals and the Nationals? Yeah, I'll start off with a total moon off. I like the over seven and a half. You got two teams here in the Nationals and Cardinals who they've been scoring a lot of runs in the past week. The Cardinals, they're an over team at home, 35 and 31 
And if you look at Wainwright's last three home games, each game has gone over the number. I made my total 8.3, so I even at, like it at an 8. Jojo Gray, he's been better on the road. He is 5-2 and two this season, but last time he faced the Cardinals, he gave up four runs in five innings. I think both pitchers are susceptible to give up some runs, so I like the over 7.5. Noah? Uh, for me, I'm on the Cardinals' run line here. Um, I just think I faded them yesterday. I think they bounced back today. Um <clears throat> For me personally, uh, I just think it's the Nationals bullpen that's going to blow it and do them in today. Yeah, I think that, you know, what Dylan said there, that when Adam Wainwright's on the mound, their game totals are going over the number. In particular, four out of the last five games has produced uh, nine or more runs. Uh, two out of the three or two out of the last four have produced ten or more runs. And he's getting the run support in those games, right? He's gotten he – got, 13 when they faced Colorado. They got six when they faced the Braves and got eight when they faced the Cubs. Um, and Josiah Gray, despite being great on the road, five and two, the 3.64, he has struggled over his last five games where he's 0 and 2, the 6.15 ERA. And the uh, Nationals have lost four of his last five starts. Uh, and I think three out of the five, they've lost by uh, two or more runs. So I do like the over in this game as well. I'll probably look at a Cardinals team total in this game to go over. But I also agree with uh, you there, Noah, that the run line in this game is probably live, especially with Adam Wainwright on the mound for the uh, uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, next game on the board, it's going to be a 2:20 Eastern start. The Cincinnati Reds go to Chicago to take on the Cubs. Luis Sessa on the mound for the uh, Cincinnati Reds, and Adrian Sampson on the mound for the Chicago Cubs. No total on this game yet, obviously, because of Wrigley Field and the wind direction we'll wait for. But we do have money lines. Cubs are a minus 155 favorite, plus 135 on the money line for the Cincinnati Reds. Noah, why don't you lead us off, lead us off with this game between the Reds and the Cubbies? Uh, Cincinnati, they're one in five in their last six games against the Cubs. But, you know, the Cubs are struggling right now, two and seven in the last nine games. Uh, Luis, uh, Luis Sessa is 3-2 with a 5.18 ERA this year, 36 strikeouts, 18 walks, and 48 innings pitched. As a reliever this season, he's been tagged up a little bit by the Cubs, five runs and 3.1 innings. Uh, and then you got Adrian Sampson on the other side. He's 1-5 with a 3.95 ERA, 54 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 70.2 innings pitched. He has a 4.80 ERA in August, making his first start here in September. I think this one's a nice spot for an over in the last game of the series as both teams just look to get out of Chicago. Um, for me, Adrian Sampson uh, seems like the better pitcher in the matchup, so I guess I lean towards the Cubs on the money line as well. Yeah, this is, this is a difficult one, uh, uh, like you mentioned. Adrian Sampson just has not been very good uh, at home. at really feel so far this season 0-3 with a 4.50 ERA. Uh, he's allowed 19 earned runs in about 38 innings pitched um and looking at over his last four four of his last five games have produced at least eight or more runs three out of the five have produced nine or more runs and we've seen two games over the last uh three where a combined 16 runs uh have been scored in two of those games each so i think these guys are prone to giving up runs again um i will wait to see which direction the wind is blowing like you did mention Luis Sessa did get touched up by this or has been getting touched up by this cups team where in four appearances this season he's only gotten three and one thirds of an inning but he's allowed five earned runs to the chicago cubs in that span so uh i agree about the over uh contingent on the wind direction of course but uh dylan what do you have in this game 
Yeah, so I do see totals. I see eight and a half up over on another sports book, but uh, the wind I see, I'm looking at the weather right now. It's supposed to be 79 in Wrigley tomorrow and uh, five mile an hour's wind blowing side to side. So nothing going okay. in or out. But regardless, I'm on the over as well with you guys. I made my line 8.7. So slightly in here, last five games between these two, four of them have gone over the total. I think with the pitching matchup, we could be in for some runs. Sessa has been all right. And he has some innings, like Noah said, against the Cubs, 1350 ERAs, five runs given up on eight hits. As for Samson, for whatever reason, he's the team and him has just performed better on the road than at home. Two of his last three starts have flown over the total as well. I think we need to see another high scoring, so give me the over eight and a half. All right. So, hey, team ride here on the over. Um, let's get over to the next game of the afternoon. It's going to be a 410 Eastern start. San Francisco Giants heading to Milwaukee to take on the Brewers. Jacob Junis on the mound for the sorry for the San Francisco Giants. Corbin Burns ace for the Milwaukee Brewers takes the mound. Looking at the lines for this game, seeing north of a two dollar favorite here for the Milwaukee Brewers minus two fifteen plus one eighty five on the money line for the San Francisco Giants. Total is set at seven with a little bit of vig towards the over uh, run line minus one and a half plus one hundred five for the Brewers. And for the Giants, run line plus one and a half, minus 125. Um, Dylan, why don't you lead us off with this game, the first game between a doubleheader between these two yeah. teams, between the Giants and the Brewers. What do you got? Yeah, you guys are not going to believe this, but I'm going to go with another over. Give me the over seven. I think this number is just a little low based on just name recognition of who's going for both teams. I made my line 7.7, mostly because of how – how bad Jacob Junis has looked in his start against the Brewers back in July. Only lasted two innings, gave up three runs on five hits. The game ended way over and ending 9-5. With Burns, he's had two good outings against the Giants. He's 1-1. One one. Both games went under the total, but I think this is a different Giants team. They're playing better baseball. They're scoring a bunch of runs. They have confidence. Not to mention, they're 7-2-1 toward the over in their last 10 games. So, I think they could score a few off of Burns tomorrow. I, I don't know if they're live. I would need another probably 15 cents to get plus $2 to take a shot with the Giants. But I do like the over seven in game one. Yeah, Corbin Burns has really been struggling over his last five games. One and one with a 5.79 e, uh, ERA. He's allowed 18 earned runs and 28 innings pitch in that span. Um, he's allowed at least five uh, runs overall in three straight games. In three straight games, he also allowed four earned runs at least. And, again, you take a look at some of these final scores. Uh, despite the Brewers winning four of his last five starts, um, they produced eight or more runs in four of those five starts. And his last three starts for the Brewers have produced ten or more runs combined. Uh, you see an 8-6 final against – sorry, the Diamondbacks, 7-5 against the Pirates, 10-1 to loss to the Dodgers. Five to three went against the Dodgers. So they're putting up runs, and you said it there at Junis. Um, last five games, 0-1 with a 6.57 ERA, 18 earned runs allowed in 24 and one-thirds innings pitched. He's also not only given up the hits, but he's also given up the earned runs as well to the opposition. And uh, we've seen nine or more runs combined in four of his last five starts for the San Francisco Giants. So I think this might be another spot where the seven looks a little conservative. Could be a bounce back spot for Burns, but I think that the Brewers bats can get to Junis here in this game. But Noah, what do you have for this game? So I just fist pumped uh, in the middle of your analysis. 
uh, Spencer Torkelson just hit a bomb. So I'm just hoping that he comes around in the second in September here. Uh, for me, though, in game one, I, I don't like the over. Um, both okay. these teams in a little bit of a travel spot coming from L.A. for San Francisco and Colorado for Milwaukee. Big, big time alert there for me for Milwaukee. Leaving Colorado, for me, it's always just a fade. First game outside of Coors. Um, so immediately I lean Giants in game one um, and definitely under. But no play for me. All right. Before we get over to the next game, let me tell you guys about some of the newest sponsors. Is Fubo TV over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network? And if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch all uh, watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the with included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract, no commitment and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for 7 days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/sgp. That's f u b o t v.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us. For all you sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called promoguide.us. At promoguide.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odds boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business. Plus, of tons of free bets, free picks as well. All you have to do is go to promoguide.us, and it's your guide to betting smarter. Once again, that's promoguide.us. And now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players, and you probably already have a fantasy league on there, and we at SGPN use it for hours. It's a game-changing product like anything else in the industry, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-under has been integrated into the fantasy experience. It's the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via over under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, if Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback, and not only do you think you are going to win your fantasy matchup for their particular week, but you're also as confident that you think that Patrick Mahomes is going to hit his over 250 yards passing line. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. The main reason we're excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that the only app where I can get where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button, and it's certainly fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile device. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 by using promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right, gentlemen, let's keep the ball rolling here. Next game on the board is going to be a 645 Eastern start, uh, possibly the pitching matchup of the night. It's going to be the Miami Marlins headed to Philly to take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, it's going to be Sandy Alcantara on the mound for the Miami Marlins and Kyle Gibson on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. 
Uh, looking at the lines for this game, currently seeing the Phillies are a minus 130 home favorite, plus 110 on the money line for the Miami Marlins. Over-under set at 7 with a little bit of vig towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus 1.5, plus 170 for the Phillies, and plus 1.5, minus 200 for the Miami Marlins. Sandy Alcantara, he's been absolutely phenomenal this season. There's no question about it. Uh, the front runner for Cy Young in the National League, 12-7 and seven on the season with a 2.36 ERA, 170 strikeouts, only 47 walks on the season for Sandy Alcantara. Um, has been scuffling a little bit, we can say, over his last five games. Uh, two of his last three starts, he's allowed at least six earned runs to the opposition but i don't i'm not sure if i can blame him for that he faced the atlanta braves uh and the dodgers twice over his previous two starts so those are some of the best offenses if not the best ones in the national league so when you're going up against teams like that you know you're 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 bound to give up uh you know some runs at least he has already faced the phillies uh, uh, sorry uh four times already this season he has a record of, let me see here, against the Phillies. Uh, he's 1-2 with a 3.03 ERA in those four starts. He's allowed at least two earned runs in every single one of those starts, and he has actually lost two straight start against the Phillies, where the Phillies won 2-1, to one, and back on August 10th, they won 4-3. to three. On the other side, for uh, the Phillies is going to be Kyle Gibson, like I mentioned on the season so far, nine and six with a four point four eight ERA. Last five games, two and two with a five point zero four ERA. Has been pretty good at home. He's seven and three with a three point seven one ERA uh, against the Marlins this season. One and two with a two point nine two ERA. He's allowed eight earned runs in about twenty four and two pitches pitched. Um, Another pitcher here that last in his last start in San Francisco, he struggled. He allowed seven earned runs to the San Francisco Giants in just one and two-thirds innings pitched. It almost seems like that when he bounces or when he has a bad start, he usually bounces back. I do trust Gibson a little bit uh, more at home, but what kind of makes me nervous here is that both of these pitchers have been given up some runs, but at least head-to-head, they, the, the runs have been at a premium between these two pitchers. I'm slightly leaning towards the under here, but anytime I see Sandy Alcantara for me getting plus money, I'm going to take that any day of the week. So I'm going to lean with the Marlins here on the money line and also the under seven. And I know Dylan, you make the, you make your own lines and have the totals here. I'm going to guess here that you're probably leaning towards the over. No, I'm actually leaning towards the under seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm leaning under towards seven. Yeah, especially at plus money. I was able to get it at even money. As for the Marlins, I need 10 more cents. I only made the Phillies a minus 120 favorite. So if we're able to get a plus 120 with the Marlins, I like that. But back to my normal self, I I love unders. I'm going to dive under seven in this one. Uh, Good value here, I thought, at even money. I just love the pitching matchup in this game. I I made my line 6.2. Alcantara, he's been great this season, but... He does give up a little more contact on the road than at home. But like you mentioned, who's not going to give up a run against one of the two, two of the hottest teams in baseball right now, the Braves and the Dodgers. But uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, he's faced the uh, Phillies four times, like you mentioned, and all of them have been low scoring. Two of them went under and the other two landed on seven. So it was a push. I think Al- Alcantara could keep this one close. But for how long can the fish put together some run support for this guy? I don't know. I think that I think that's the whole answer or that's the question of the night for us, especially against Gibson at home. He's also faced the Marlins four times and three of those four games went under. So 
I, I couldn't come down on a side. I'm going to wait to see where the money comes in on, but I love the under. This game screams under to me, so give me that. Noah, what do you got? So for me, with Sandy on the mound, if the Marlins win, the game script is under, no doubt. Um, but for me, the Marlins are on auto fade in every game besides Sandy Alcantara starts. So at plus 110 plus money, just like Munaf said, I'm on the Marlins here with that price. So, All right. Uh, getting over to the next game of the night, it's going to be a 7.05 Eastern start. Minnesota Twins are in New York to take on those Yankees. Um, seeing Sonny Gray on the mound for the Minnesota Twins, and I don't see a pitcher listed yet for the Yankees. Uh, do you guys see one? I think it might be Nestor Cortez, but do you guys see anything there? No, I don't see anything, but listening to ESPN Radio in the morning, Aaron Boone always comes on the K show, and he is listed. He They, they expect him to go, Nestor Cortez, tomorrow. Okay, I don't see lines for this game, but Noah, did you have anything you wanted to add for this game? Uh, so the Twins, they've lost 106 of the last 145 games they've played against the Yankees here. Wow. Sonny Gray, uh, one of my Vanderbilt guys, he's 7-4, and 310 ERA, 101 strikeouts, 33 walks in 104.2 innings pitched this season. It's actually a nice little revenge spot for Sonny. He's having a great year with Minnesota, coming back to New York here. And uh, whether it's um, Cortez or somebody else, Cortez Cortez is actually a nice I, – I think I like Minnesota with Cortez just coming off the IL. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to go very deep into the game. Um, and honestly, I was kind of thinking, of, even if they bring up somebody else for this spot, I like Sonny Gray and the Twins in this uh, game a little bit more. And then even in the back end of that bullpen, Jorge Lopez hasn't been um, lights out like he was with Baltimore in August with the Twins. But going up against a familiar foe in the Yankees, I really like the Twins in this spot, presuming that they would be ahead going into the later innings. Yeah, uh, Sonny Gray, like you mentioned, he's been really good, especially on the road, 4-2 and two with a 3.27 ERA. And I think the one thing about Nestor Cortez, he did struggle in the start. Uh, start earlier this season again Minnesota You want to take over? I I literally texted Moon off. I was like, "Is your Wi-Fi on the Fritz?" And he goes, "No, I see full bars." And then now we get complete robotic Moon yeah. off. So Dylan, did yeah. you did you so, jump in and give it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You might as well take a home run for Aaron Judge. He had another one today. Yeah, well it's said. It's down Captain. to like plus two ten. Like I, I feel like. <laughs> For, for a home run prop, that's kind of insane. I think he's going to break the record. Um, I, I wonder, I'll ask you, what do you, do you, if Nestor Cortez does go, do you think they open up a big favorite? The Yankees? Yeah. I, I think I think there's going to be a lot of public coming in with uh, um, Cortez coming in in his first start back for a while. So I think that would attract some uh, New York betters for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I, I would be cautious to back. 
Nestor in his first start. I, I would agree yeah. with you. I I probably would take the Twins. You're probably going to get plus money on the road and might as well sprinkle a little on Judge. He's their whole offense. If Judge wasn't on the field, do you think they're a wild card team at best? <laughs> I don't know. That lineup that they've been trotting out, no, really. So. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Muna. Hey, Muna. How we doing? Uh, of all the pods I've recorded ever, I don't think that's ever happened to me. But, hey, this is uh, <laughs> it's just one of those days. Uh, all right, where, where are you guys at? We just no, finished I just, Yankees. I just finished, and, um, yeah, Yankees. Yeah. Um, home okay. run prop for Judge, are you in? I mean, at this point, he's pretty much been the offense for <laughs> the New York. That's Yankees. what we were talking about. Um, I think he what hit another one today as well this yeah. afternoon. So he's at fifty five. Yeah, so I think that he's going to get to sixty easily. I think if he's you know hopefully he doesn't get injured. But um, I mean MVP year for him, and you know they they yeah. need to get the other bat going. I saw a note that um, Josh Donaldson is on paternity leave and. I think Josh, uh, sorry, uh, and Anthony Rizzo headed to the IL as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think there's much of a loss about Josh Donaldson, but you no, know, not having Rizzo. But they need to get it together. This is a time where we've got about a few weeks left for the regular season, and you need to figure out the rotations for, or sorry, your 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 bats need to come back because this team has hypes has hype every single year. And they just aren't able to perform in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Yankees. Moon off, I, you, I asked, you start, I asked they, Noah. Yeah. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. No, I, was, I just asked Noah that uh, if Aaron Judge, because he is their whole offense, if he wasn't on the team, do you think they're just a wild card team at best? At best, yeah. I don't even think they're inside the playoff <laughs> picture. He's not there. You, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think it was disrespectful not signing him and giving him that offer. So Did you guys see what the MLB did with the playoff schedule? So, they announced it originally, and then they went back like a week later and changed the way that the AL's playoff format goes. So, they're going to have three days of rest in between games, and it allows the Yankees to go Garrett Cole game one, and then this is for the uh, wild card round. It would go Garrett Cole game one that you would have the uh, the option to go Montas, Tyone, or Cortez in game two. And then for game three, it would already be five days of rest, and Garrett Cole would be able to come back on full rest and pitch in game three, the deciding game. I think that's, that's a little BS. Yeah, I think so. that's an advantage for other teams for getting to see Garrett Cole twice. I think it's an advantage for the Yankees to be able to throw the only guy they can rely on. That'd be an advantage for the Mets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God, this guy just has to always put in his, like, nothing to do with anything. Yeah, for real. Comes the Mets. We're, we're about to lose this right, Tigers-Angels right. under because Torque hit a tank and then Matt Tice hit a two-run bomb. So that's three runs in the bottom of the fourth. It's not looking great. All right, uh, let's go. All right, let's get back on track here. All right, let's go to uh, two games left on the schedule here, guys. And we might not have nothing for this or anything for this next game. It's the second game of the doubleheader between the Giants and the Brewers, 740 Eastern start. I am seeing Freddy Peralta is going to get the start for the Milwaukee Brewers. I do not see a pitcher for the Giants. Do you guys see anything? No, no pitcher for the Giants, but I think this is the spot where you take the Brewers if you want to pick them on a side in one of these two games. Yeah, I don't see a pitcher. I think I agree with no. I think they split it. Yeah, I th- think that you know Freddie Peralta. I can give a 
at least for all the stats here. Um, four and three on the season, 3.56 ERA. He's been pretty good over his last five games, one and one with a 2.08 ERA. Um, despite losing throughout his last four starts for the Brewers, he's pitched well. He just hasn't gotten that run support uh, from his team. So, again, it, we'll we'll see what what happens for um, we'll see what happens for this Brewers team. Uh, all right, let's get over to the last game of the night. It's probably the second best, if not possibly the best pitching matchup of the night. 9.40 Eastern start between the Chicago White Sox and the Oakland A's. Dylan Cease on the mound for the Chicago White Sox and J.P. Sears on the mound for the Oakland A's. Uh, lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the White Sox are a minus 190 favorite, plus 160 on the money line for the Oakland uh, A's. Over set at 7, minus 1.5, minus 105 for the White Sox and plus 1.5, minus 115 for the Oakland A's. Uh Dylan, why don't you lead us off with this game? Why not, boys? We'll end it with another total. Give me the under seven in this one as well. Another good pitching matchup, like you mentioned, between Sears and Cease. I made my line 6.2. Love backing Cease and the White Sox on the road. In his last 35 innings on the road, he's only allowed seven runs, and the White Sox have won four of those five games. Now with J.P. Sears, he's looked good in and uh, most of his starts coming back from uh, over to the Yankees. He's only allowed three runs once, and most of those games were low-scoring games as well. But they just couldn't give him any run support. I don't think the A's will be able to get to cease as well. I think we see another low-scoring game. Give me the under seven. Noah? Yeah, I'm leaning under as well. The White Sox, they traveled down to Oakland from Seattle. They're 5-2 and two without... Uh, Tony Larusa at the helm. Dylan Cease, he's 13 and 6, 213 ERA, 197 strikeouts, 64 walks, and 156 innings pitched. He has a 183 ERA on the road. He's coming off of that near no hitter. He had 26 outs. Um, Oakland, they're starting JP Sears, 5 and 1 record, 237 ERA, 31 strikeouts, 14 walks, and 49.1 innings pitched. He has a 254 ERA in his last five starts. In saying that, this White Sox lineup is hitting very well right now, and they have the sixth-best OPS against left-handed pitching at 771. So I I lean under. That's not my pick, though. My favorite pick in this game is the White Sox run line, even if Cease just kind of has a, like a rebound start after a big outing going, I don't know, it was eight and two-thirds. He had like only he only had like six strikeouts, which was surprising to me. But um, you could see a little bit of regression, but I still like this White Sox lineup to blow up in the game one of the athletic series here. Yeah, I couldn't lay a minus 190 price on the Chicago White Sox money line here. Um, I would probably – and I, the one thing that does concern me is that do we see a regression here from Dylan Cease after the brilliant performance that he did have because the Oakland A's are putting up – a fight against the uh, Atlanta Braves uh, in this series. Like, they've been putting up runs and hanging around. So, I I don't know. I, I would lean towards the under for sure in this game between these two pitchers, especially the way J.P. Sears has been pitching. And, again, Dylan Cease has been really good at home uh, for uh, – sorry, Dylan Cease has been really good on the road for the um, Chicago White Sox for a 7-3 with a 1.78 ERA. He has a lot of success against AL West teams, 3-0 and with a 1.88 ERA. Five earned runs, he's only allowed in 24 innings pitch. So I think I would look towards the under in this game uh, as well. So I'll say this. Uh, we've had a couple of these, like, multiple leans on the same game. So just for fun, we're going to play it. 
We had to pull it out in Munaf's return. At least once, right? We had to pull it yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Before we get into our lock and dog, let me tell you guys about Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is a home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. You still have time to get in, so hop in now. Reserve your spot. Winner gets $500 in cash, plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Watch brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare odds and the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So to take advantage of it, all you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our lock and dog for this Thursday schedule. Uh, Not a lot to choose from because there are only seven games. Uh, But again, just make sure to check the the graphic that we do put out in case anything changes. But of course, we'll give you our lock and dog for this schedule on Thursday. Uh, Dylan, why don't you lead us off, my man? All right. I mean, I only gave you guys totals today, so... uh... The dog only actually I was able to get even money at the Marlins and Phillies under seven. So we'll go there for a short dog. Um yeah, I made my line six point two. Alcantara, I think he has a bounce back. I think he could keep the fish close in this one. Uh and for my lock, we'll go to the first game. I like the over in the Nationals and Cardinals game. I'm just gonna fade both pitchers. I think Wainwright and Jojo Gray, they're both susceptible to give up some runs here. So Cardinals, they're an over team at home. I think we see some runs here. So I'm going to go over Cardinals and National 7.5. Noah? For me, my lock is going to be that Cardinals run line with Wainwright on the mound at home. I just think that he goes good enough, and this Cardinals team is going to pounce on this bad Nationals bullpen late in the game. I honestly wouldn't mind a team total a little bit more than the run line here. Uh so that's that's one and two for my dog. My favorite dog of the day is the Twins. I really think that Sonny Gray is going to go well here in his return back to New York, um, and especially if we get uh, Cortez off of the IL, I think this is a nice spot um, for me. Though we don't have odds on it, so that means I got to go to a backup dog, and that's going to be the Miami Marlins with Sandy Alcantara on the mound. Why can't? Why not? Right. So we're going there. All right, so for my lock, um, I don't know why I'm seeing James Caprillion listed as the pitcher for tomorrow. So did it just change? I don't know. I I, I see JP Sears on multiple sites, but um, the book I'm looking at has James Caprillion as a listed pitcher. But so I'll, I'll do this. Let's uh, if it is JP Sears, I do like the under seven in that uh, White Sox in the A's game. Which, uh, yeah, MLB.com Sears. Sears. Okay. Uh, so I'll go under seven with Cease and make sure it is Sears for the Oakland A's um, in that game as my lock. And then my dog, it's going to be the same one as Noah. Anytime I do see plus odds on um, 
Sandy Alcantara. I'm going to take advantage of that, and I'm going to go with that here as go against the Phillies uh, in that game. There you go. <laughs> we did that yesterday for a double lock as well. So. There we go. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the MLB Gambling Podcast today. Uh, apologies about my internet connection. That never happens to me as uh, before, but hey, I guess uh, it's just one of those days. Uh, Dylan, anything else before we get out of here, my man? Well, I just don't like the the way Captain Insane. I thought we were boys coming in the <laughs> chat saying New York uh, Yankees would be the only team winning the division. Don't like that. So um, for the rest oh, of the man. night and the rest of the night, nothing much. Just trying to watch the Mets uh, hopefully be the last place team. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, anything else? Uh, for me tonight, just uh, – you know, enjoying the last game of the Tigers against Otani and Trout in uh, 2022. But, uh, you know, everybody go uh, sp- spread some love on the social medias, uh, MLB SGPN on Twitter, and then uh, like, rate, review, subscribe to wherever you listen to the podcast. But uh, a little personal message I tweeted at Malcolm to go lay a bet on the White Sox to win the AL Central. Just go like it up. I think he's passed out, honestly, after the big plane flight to Las Vegas. He hasn't interacted with any of the things that I've tagged him with. Uh, He might not even be there yet. Yeah, he left at like four in the morning uh, our time. So, I I mean, either way, just kind of bombard him. Let's let's try to to get him on that White Sox play. Oh, God. All right. I'm not even going to add that much to that. Um, <laughs> make sure to get into the Survivor Contest uh, over on, on our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, and also um, all the other contests that are do ha- are happening uh, within the SGPN Network, the College Football Contest as well. Um, we'll be back in some form or fashion for the, thir- sorry, for the Friday games tomorrow. And then on the Friday episode, we're going to do a turbo episode, and we'll talk about some playoff picture stuff as well. So that's going to be a good conversation. Uh, So till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.